Well, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Friday, September 1st, 2023, and this is episode 510 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Bitcoin Uncovered, a relatable first-time guide to the crypto realm, and it's brought to you by the Fold Card. I'm starting from the basics with Bitcoin now uh, with this new show format and i'm going to give you um give you a little rundown of what it is and um and the basics of how it works what it is and hopefully get you to understand it if you don't if you do understand bitcoin uh listen along listen along i'm going to give you four ways you can earn bitcoin for uh for free for free uh it might not be a ton of bitcoin but you're gonna you're gonna start stacking those sats and get familiar with how they work so i will hit those at the end and today is also Friday, so that is 10K giveaway day. Uh, and this week, it is actually 20K giveaway. If you're new, you don't know what the 10K giveaway is. I will talk to you about that in a little bit. But first, let's grab that cup of coffee, catch up on what's going on in our lives, in the audience lives. And um, we'll dive into Bitcoin a little bit after that. So... How is everyone doing this morning? Everybody's rolling in for the the 10K giveaway, I see. Uh, Philippine Nomad Mike, how we doing? Uh, Happy September. Lots of birthdays. um, Lots of birthdays coming up from all the... What? (laughs) From all that Christmas cheer. Oh, Mike, I didn't even think about that one. It took me a second while I was reading your message. But uh, yeah, old uh, Christmas pokey pokey uh, ends up popping out in September. I see uh, I see what you're getting at there. Backwoods Butcher, good morning. Blakesley Acres, how's it going? Pip and James in early as usual. Uh, James talking about the Mandela effect this morning. And um, <laughs> he says that uh, this is bullshit. Uh, Fruit of the Loom did have a cornucopia and Sinbad was Shazam. Um, I mean, I totally, uh, I'm totally on board with both of those for sure, for sure. Um, What is, how do you get as cool as me or uh, Brian Norton? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know uh, if you're talking about me, Backwoods. Backwoods wants to know how he gets as cool as Brian. Um, I, it's 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 not hard. It's not hard for sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's get people rolling into that ten take giveaway here in the in the intro uh, today. If you don't okay, if you don't know how the 10K giveaway works, we started this a, a while back, and uh, basically on Friday mornings, I roll out, give a hashtag. You put the hashtag in the comments, and it can be in the comments on any of the live streams while we're live. Uh, it can be on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, or Facebook, and uh, my software will pick it up. It'll pick it up in the comments. It'll get you entered into that drawing. You get one entry into the drawing. Um, 
and you can you can use the hashtag as much as you want but uh you get one entry end of the show we bring up the screen and we do a big old drawing um it starts at 10,000 Satoshis and goes from there. Uh, the way we uh, we were giving away 10,000 to the same person every week that uh, decided to show up and and uh, and get in on the live. But uh, as we were going, we decided to make some rules to make it a little more difficult. Uh, the rules are uh, 10K, 10K giving it away if we get 10 entries into the live drawing. That's 10 live viewers in the morning. Uh, and um, if we don't get 10, we draw anyway. We see who would have won if we had qualified the drawing, and then we roll that over to the next week, add another 10K, and do the same thing. As we uh, as we start growing and that, that uh, 10K gets given away every week, we'll bump that up to probably 15K giveaway and uh, and make the entry threshold 15 live, 15 live entries. So... Um, there we go. That's how it works. It's the basics. And today we were going to be using hashtag Bitcoin. We're talking Bitcoin. We're getting uh, we're getting into Bitcoin. We're getting into the basics of Bitcoin, where it came from, who who invented it, how it works um, really on a base level and a little bit about blockchain. And then we will uh, I'll teach you how to uh, I'll teach you how to grab some Satoshis and start messing around with them and learning and getting comfortable with bitcoin on a uh, on a small level on a beginner level so hit that hashtag bitcoin in the <laughs> gotta uh get that hashtag in the comments and you will uh, you'll get you'll get lined up for that drawing like i said hashtag bitcoin and uh you'll get in i see them rolling in Good morning cormac how's it going and Canadian Farmstead swinging in two in the live audience this morning. Um, so real quick, before I get to Bitcoin, I'd like to take the first 10 to 15 minutes here, get some coffee in my brain, get my uh, get my synapses firing appropriately uh, to talk about the topic. Uh, just kind of chat about what I have going on um, like yesterday, a little recap, and then what we got coming up. Fridays are a bit different because we have the weekend. So any big weekend plans that we got uh, got on the burners, I'll talk about. But uh, let me drop this screen off here. I wonder if I can add this on the side. Um, somebody was saying last week that the you can't see the scroll. Um, you can't see the scroll underneath with the hashtag. But uh, huh. I wonder. Sorry, guys. I know this is live riveting, uh, live riveting audio, but um, yeah, yeah. You see anybody comment in the in the live comments, and you don't you notice that they are not in the in the drawing? Please uh, let them know what that uh, hashtag is. Now my screen's all messed up, and I don't know how to. There we go. There we go. Uh, anyway, what do we um, what do we have? <laughs> What do we have going on uh, this yesterday? Yesterday, uh, sat around, did not do a whole lot other than uh, computer work, getting caught up, getting ahead, um, really diving into the new show prep, the new show format, and trying to trying to figure out 
the most effective way to do it, the most efficient way to do it for me and still get all the value I can into each episode um, and really messing around with promoting each episode each day and going down those lines. So that was pretty much my day yesterday. Um, big, big weekend coming up, guys. We're, uh, we're hoping to hit Bed Bath & Beyond. I think they closed, though. I think they, I think they went out of business from, uh, from rumblings I see across the internet here and there. Uh, I was not a big, uh, big Bed Bath & Beyond fan, but anyway, big weekend. I, um, I get to install a new motor, uh, in our Max fan. I got it sitting right here. Came in the mail yesterday. Um, just a little plug and play hopefully, but the last time I looked at it, when I took it out to service it, see if I could get it, get the old one working uh, again. Looks like there's some weird um, waterproof grommet that I'm going to have to figure out how to get to. Um, I was able to unbolt everything from the inside. Okay, so the Max fan, if you don't know what that is, if you're not familiar with RV or small space fans, it's... Um, it's a replacement. It's an aftermarket replacement for the bathroom exhaust vent fan in the camper. Uh, if you've ever had a, a motorhome camper and you've had that exhaust fan in the bathroom, it's got a little computer fan in it, like literally the size of a computer fan. Um, one way to help circulation in the camper is to get a max fan. Basically, you see the people with the little um, spaceship hatch on the top. Uh, not the one that opens all the way up so you can walk out, but it's, it looks like either a clear or a smoked glass, um, a smoked glass uh, cover that kind of flips up. You'll see it on the top of people that are um, full-time van life people. Um, lots of RVs are retrofitted. I'm thinking a lot of RVs are actually coming with them stock. Well, we... we um, switched ours out it was recommended on all the videos we watched when we were starting getting into this uh and we flopped it out it was like a couple hundred bucks you know three four hundred dollars and man night and day difference uh like i said that other one is computer fan like literally computer fan when i took it out i took it apart uh this is what it's it's getting re that's the motor on the on the new on the new fan the blades are bigger everything is uh everything is bigger and uh it's it goes it, it it's it oh man it it blows in it blows out it exhausts it uh you can run it with it closed it's it's just a, a overall better fan and uh more efficient and and all sorts of things and just moves more air <laughs> well two and a half years in here with all the dog hair uh dust dirt whatever we ran it we ran the shit out of it um since we've had it, it the motor kind of just, um, I think the motor got weak. I think it got dirty. I think it has a lot of dust in it. I was never able to fully take it out and, uh, and take it apart and clean it. Like I said, those wires, um, run through a waterproof grommet down into the electrical connection. I was, uh, I was like, okay, cool. I opened it up. I, I disconnected. I went to pull it out and I was like, I think I have to go up on the top and actually remove the grommet and pull the wires out. If not, it's going to be a um, it's going to be a quick job of just snipping the wires on uh, on the one side of the grommet and um, and connecting them back together myself instead of having to use the factory plug. But wanted to have the new one here before I did any of that, so I'll probably uh, I'll probably bring that new motor down or the old motor down and tinker around with it, pull it apart, and see if I can clean it out, have it for a spare in case this one goes sideways at some point. But 
we got two and a half years out of that. The, the replacement motor was like $80. So, yeah, I mean, it's the cost of, uh, it's the cost of con uh, air conditioning and air conditioning. Um, I guess air movement and being comfortable in the, in the trailer. Uh, it's been out for a couple of weeks and, um, you can definitely tell the difference. You can definitely tell the difference. The airflow in here, when that is on, it basically either, um, it like sucks it through all the windows and right out the bathroom, um, enough to where we would close the bathroom door instead of having the bathroom door with the screen open. Uh, we would just close the door and open this and it was like a wind tunnel coming out of there. So got to get that changed. That is, uh, is one priority. Corey ordered, uh, some of this dry deck stuff for, uh, for mattress, the, the mattress she bought last weekend. Um, because it sits on the floor, it gets uh, moisture trapped under there. Uh, her old foam one was uh, really bad for it because uh, it was foam. But this is uh, being a, a inner spring mattress. I'm not sure how it'll go. But this uh, dry deck basically is um, it's a it's I don't know it's some sort of um, compressed. It was it, it has cavities in it. it. Like the mattress sits on it and it allows airflow underneath. I think it smashes down when you lay on it, but as you get off it. It kind of raises the bed up and lets the airflow under it dry it out um, when you're not there. And uh, just make sure it does things don't mold or anything of that nature. Specifically made for RVs, boats, and things like that. So get that installed. That's a, that, that's what else. And a lot of show prep and things of that nature. I'm going to, I'm possibly toying with the idea. Um... <laughs> I'm toying with the idea of... Um doing two emails a week. Uh, the the email went out last Sunday to the email list uh, with the preview of the week and the, the email sponsor, all of that. I can plan to continue to do that. I already have it, uh, have it worked in the works for this week. Uh, I had an idea the other day, though. I really want to um, really kick the show growth in the ass, guys. And uh, for those of you that get the email each week uh, on Sunday, I'm hoping to send out just a really small, basic email on Saturdays. It's going to have a, a title, a very small description of um, a very small description of each episode, like one to two sentences, and it's going to be a link to the episode. And what I want to ask you guys to do, if you're on the email list on Saturday when you get that, is just forward it to someone that you know that would like the show. Open it up. You'll already know because you'll have gotten it the week before. Um, it'll be all information. It's going to be sharing Saturday, sharing Saturday, you know, cute names for things. But I want to pop that out there. Think of one person, you know, just one. I'm not asking you for your whole email list to forward it to everyone. Just pop it to a friend. Say, hey, check this out. Check out one of these episodes. We have five good ones this, pre this week uh, that we're doing uh, all through the week. And uh, hopefully every week there'll be enough of variety that there'll be one episode that your friend will like. Hopefully they check it out and become a listener. Um, guys, I think I'm going to do that. If you uh, if you hate the idea, let me know. Let me know. Always looking for feedback, especially with the new format and the different changes that um, different changes I'm making. Good morning, Rewilder Life. How we doing, Rachel? Thanks for dropping in. Late is better than ever. Better than never for sure. Um, be sure to drop hashtag bitcoin in the the comments to get registered in for that 10k giveaway if we uh if we qualify for it today 
I guys were running a little uh, late, a minute late, actually, to get into the topic, but I think it'll be all right today. It's Friday. It's Friday. We can go a little sideways on the count on the on the schedule, but uh, here we go. Let's dive into Bitcoin. <laughs> but first, uh, if you're new to the show, if you are new to the show, you may not have heard about Fold Debit Card, and this this segment is going to be brought to you by Fold. It's uh, honestly one of my favorite ways to earn Bitcoin. Basically, you get Bitcoin for spending money, uh, spending money that you're normally going to do. This is a debit card. You load it up. It's just like your debit card with your bank. There's a few different ways you can transfer money um, with effective planning. You can really plan out to how to maximize the, the rewards from Fold. They are going through some changes. Uh, some people got a little grumbly that they, uh, they changed the way they calculate rewards. Uh, man, it's just math. It's just math and uh, figuring out the loopholes and the best way to use it. Take two minutes, sit down, look at their rules and play the game to benefit you the most. But basically, you um, you swipe your card and you get Bitcoin rewards. You can, re you can at the end, at the end, as things accumulate, you can take those out and uh, and take them to your own wallet and it's Bitcoin forever. It's yours. Uh, man, what do you get back for using your debit card? Airline miles? I'd rather have Bitcoin. Check it out. You uh, you can have a, there's a free and a paid membership and there's really no risk to give it a try. Uh, join my spin squad and you help me also every time my spin squad swipes their card for the first year that they have it, I get a little kickback in Bitcoin. Very, very small kickback, but it all adds up, guys. I really appreciate it. So, Start earning Bitcoin for making purchases you're already making now and uh, help support the Lots Project along the way. Link is in the video description, audio notes, blog post, and all over. Join my spin squad. Stop hating money and get the full debit card. Bitcoin, guys. Bitcoin, it's an easy way to start earning Bitcoin. But do you know what Bitcoin is? Have you ever heard of it? I hope you've heard of it. If you haven't heard of it, I think um, I don't know if I can go that far back. Well, maybe, maybe. Let's see. We're today we are going to talk about Bitcoin. We're going to talk about where it came from, uh, kind of the basics of what it is, uh, what blockchain is, and how Bitcoin kind of operates on a very, very, very novice level. I'm not diving in too far. If you uh, if you are a uh, seasoned crypto guy, uh, you transact in it all the time, things of that nature. <laughs> um, it, it, this is probably going to be way below your uh, way below your knowledge level. But I do have a lot of um, I <laughs> I do have a lot of uh, audience that uh, is newer. Uh, is on that novice level and may pick up some some uh, some guidance here. And I'm also trying to onboard some new people and uh, and get some more Bitcoin love spread around. Uh, the more people that use it, the more people adopt it, the better it is. The more robust, strong, and uh, mass adoption is the key. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin's a digital currency. If you don't know. Um, it is not physical. You cannot say, hey, I want to buy uh, some Bitcoins and um, how are you going to ship them to me? 
How am I going to hold on to them? They don't exist. It is digital currency. It is, um, they don't exist in a physical world. Um, it's all accounting. Basically, it's accounting. And we'll get to how that accounting happens and um, and why it's so great in uh, just a second. But I just wanted to mention that uh, it was invented, basically uh, code written and started, um, started this off. Uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, anonymous, um, probably a pseudonym, probably... Um, probably not his real name. Uh, this, this guy came out of, uh, cryptography groups and uh, forums back in the day, back in the day, saying, uh, early two thousands cryptography has been around for a long, 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 long time. Um, this evolution of it just happened in the, the early two thousands. And then, um, on January 9th, 2009, Satoshi Nakamoto hit enter uh ran the code for what was uh known as the genesis block the first block bitcoin started um so block you hear a lot in bitcoin about block um the next block the block time uh even the name of one of the one of the companies that i i represent um block stream uh it's it's a very common name in the bitcoin world and why is that? Why is Blockstream? Blockstream, blockchain. Blockchain is the technology that Bitcoin is built on. So blockchain. Um, let's see. So Bitcoin, digital currency, it's run on code, run on computer code. It's completely auditable. Um, you can go in, you can look at it. I can look at it. Uh, if you're a programmer, if your buddy's a programmer, um, people are constantly looking at the code of Bitcoin and trying to find weaknesses in it, find um, backdoor um, information holes, um, backways into wallets. People are exploring it. They live to take down code. There are people out there that will take new code scour it for hours and hours and hours and hours on end, trying to show the weakness, trying to find it, trying to be the guy that exposed Bitcoin for what it is. But you know what they've exposed it for what it is, is very sound, very mathematical driven money. Um, so hold on one second. <laughs> Oh no! Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Wanted to make sure I didn't have any relevant um, relevant messages in the chat. <laughs> but so we got Bitcoin. How does it work? How does it work? It is. It's digital. Like, how do we? How do we? How do we take? How do we do it? What does it? Um, what does it all mean? What does it all mean? How does it all work? So basically, a blockchain. A blockchain is what we record um, who has what Bitcoin on. Um, Bitcoin is manufactured. So it's really hard to to spin the technical into the not technical. And and I've been going back and forth all day yesterday, the day before, as I did my notes and trying to figure out how to equate this. So um, 
let me give it a shot here. Let me give it a shot here. I'm going to kind of show you in in kind of real world scenarios. If you're listening to this, this is not Bitcoin is not physical. Bitcoin, you won't be able to do what I'm going to explain. But it to get a to get a representation of how it actually works. Um, here we go. So the blockchain. The blockchain is a ledger. It's a ledger of all transactions. It's a ledger of who has what Bitcoin, when, who sends it to who, who has it now. Um, and when I say who, it's to an address. It's to an address. It's to a public address. Um, so if you can imagine it, if you had a village, we're going to... Think it down small to a small um, representation of my understanding of how this works. So, if you're in a little village, let's say uh, let's say we go way back. We're in a in a village in the Amazon, and it's got a bunch of huts around in a circle. You you know the picture. You've seen it on cartoons or or uh, old movies or whatever. Probably not accurate. Who knows? But anyway, in the middle of town, in the middle of the village, there is a big there is a big book. And the book is the record of all the wealth in the village. Um, it has everybody. It has everybody. Now, let's imagine that everybody is anonymous to each other. Um, they're all just numbers. They uh, they interact with these numbers. But after after the the monetary exchange, after the the exchange of value happens, they don't know who is who outside of that. If you want to link yourself, there's ways to like, don't think Bitcoin's anonymous. Um, in a sense, it is, but it really isn't. It's trackable. It's traceable. Um, so don't get all excited that you're going to be um, you're going to be uh, untraceable and things like this. But anyway, there's this big book in the in the um, in the center of the in the center of the village that, that represents everybody's wealth. So. We want to keep track of we want to keep track of when I send James or whoever. I want to to give value to him. Maybe James gave me a chicken and I want to compensate him for that. So I am going to give him some of my Bitcoin, some of my wealth that I don't physically have. I um, we have to we have to record this at some point. So the way the blockchain works is. Every transaction that happens in Bitcoin is recorded into the blockchain. Um, so every 10 minutes-ish is, is the time that was allotted by Satoshi uh, in between each block. Uh, that is the drive of the system of the code is to regulate the block time to 10 minutes. For, for reasons um, that really can't be controlled, it, it fluctuates above and below, but 10 minutes is that target. So every transaction that happens in the 10-minute span is going to be entered into what is called the block. The block, the next block of the blockchain. If you really want to picture it like um, Legos is the, the thing I keep coming back to. Um, so if you were a kid and you're building a Lego wall, you would, um, you would probably take the biggest blocks you could, build the wall. But remember those little one-piece blocks? Um, the little two-piece blocks, and then they have all different size blocks in Legos. So think of 
think of blockchain. This is this is kind of the visual representation I keep coming back to is, you know, those flat pieces, the boards, like the, the grass that you used to get in the Lego kits, uh, the ones that you built on. Take a strip, those two wide, long strips. And now in that 10 minute block, we're going to take all the transactions. Going to have my transactions going to be one, one little single Lego. I'm going to put mine on there. Um, um, the gingerbread is going to, um, gingerbread's going to send uh, the renegade butcher some backwoods butcher. He's going to take every transaction he does. He's going to put it in that block. He's going to put his, his, uh, his Lego on there. We're going to make a long, um, long record of everything in that 10 minutes, all the transactions that happen in that 10 minutes. And then we're going to take that and we're going to say, we're going to add this to the blockchain. We're going to add it to the wall. We're going to put it on top of the wall. Now, remember when you um, remember when you were making Legos and maybe you made a mistake down and you were doing a pattern or something and you, you made a mistake and you go, holy crap, three layers down, there's a Lego in the middle that isn't the right one. Can you change that without a lot of work, without breaking the whole wall apart, starting again? Or does it lock in as they get layered and layered and layered? It locks in the transactions. It locks in the record on, um, on the blockchain. It records the record. And how does it make it immutable is every time, or unchangeable, excuse me, um, every time that next layer is added on, there's a mathematical formula, like beyond my comprehension, um, huge computers are running these formulas to solve these formulas. This formula is, is calculated using everything before it. So the it just keeps adding on. So now if you had two plus two equals four, and then we're going to use four in the next line. So we're going to say four, and this is super simplified. Block one is the mathematical formula is two plus two. We get four. So now we got four on the next level. Then the the level the math problem for this level is four plus seven is eleven. Now we're at eleven. Our math problem is now based on eleven. If we go back and change the first one to two plus one, now we have two plus one is three. Three plus seven is ten. This is wrong now. It doesn't work. It can't go any further. The math problem can't be solved. It's all out of whack. And if you if you can understand the complexity of the math problem that they're doing, any slight change in this in this registry is going to throw up flags. It's not going to get verified. It's not going to be the same. So it's building upon itself more and more and more and more every single time. Every ten minute block transaction that it all secures the network even more. It verifies all the transactions that happened in that block. So this is how we record who has what. So in the village scenario, in the village scenario, here we go. We're going to do it physically now. We're going to represent this physically. 
I want to pay, I want to pay Mark. Hey, welcome, Mark. Thanks for stopping in. Thanks for joining the, the 10K giveaway with the hashtag. Anybody else watching live on uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter can uh, do hashtag Bitcoin, get in and for a chance to win some Satoshis. Um, so let's do this uh, mental walkthrough with the village scenario and physical. Now, this doesn't actually happen, but the way we would look at it is this ledger. We're going to use Legos still. This ledger is um, is going to be uh, in the center of town, and it's going to have these layers of Legos I was describing. So now every time someone wants to make a transaction during the, the block, we're going to have the little thing set out there, like the, the starting thing for the Legos. And I want to send, uh, I want to send Pip and gingerbread and mark i want to send them all one bitcoin i mean it's for example's sake so what i'm going to do is i'm going to go in i'm going to check my registry my private registry my records i'm going to say okay i got i got 100 bitcoin i'm going to give three away today for whatever reason james gave me a chicken pip uh pip fixed my uh fixed my roof and uh, mark's just a good guy so here we go i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go out i'm going to well first of all i'm gonna get my my legos i'm gonna check check make sure i got enough legos how i'm going to do that is i'm going to take my lego i'm going to take james's address we're talking earlier about numbers instead of people so i'm gonna take james's address his Bitcoin wallet address. I'm going to put that on my little block. And then I, so James's address is his public key. You have a public key and a private key for all your Bitcoin. The public key is where people can send, they can see, they can view, um, you can receive it there. Um, and the private key is what gives you the authorization to do it. Don't ever share that for if you get into Bitcoin and for some reason somebody's like, I need your private key. Say no, 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 no. Hold your key. Hold your key. That what gives you the power to be the only person that can do anything with your wealth. The government can't seize it. Your friends can't steal it. A robber can't do anything with it without your private key. So how this concept works is I go in and I say, OK, I'm going to allocate one of my Bitcoins to James. I'm going to put his address on it and then I'm going to take my private key and authorize it, like put a stamp on it, basically say, yes, I will send it. I want to send it. This is how I send it. I'm going to take that. I'm going to authorize that. I'm going to go put it on the Lego block in the center of town. I'm going to do that for everything I want to send. James is going to, uh, Mark is going to, everybody in town is going to get their transactions in as the block's going as a continual process. All right. Time to time to add the block to the chain. We're going to say, all right, everything looks good. We're going to verify it. When the math problem is solved, this is another thing I haven't really dove into much, but when that math problem I mentioned is solved, that's where new Bitcoin is created. That's where mining is comes into play. These computers are all battling to solve this math problem every 10 minutes. The one that solves it gets rewarded in Bitcoin. This is going to happen until there's 21 million of them. 21 million Bitcoin is it. That's all there ever is going to be. Um, so <laughs> James says divorce attorneys can't see it. 
Yeah. <laughs> About that. <laughs> yes and no. Um, anyway, we're going to take that out. We're, we're in the center square of town. We have all our little blocks on the blockchain. We're going to layer it on the top. The math problem will get solved. And all these transactions have now been recorded in the block. We recalculate. We view everything. Now my Bitcoin is allocated to whoever I send it to. I don't physically have to give it to them. I don't have to pass them a coin. I don't have to give them a dollar. I don't have to wait for it to clear on uh, on on Monday with a check. Uh, credit cards. I don't. You know, it's it's um, it's just done. It's done. Um, it's beautiful in in practice because I can send James money. James is in Michigan. I can send Pip Bitcoin. I can send James Bitcoin. I can send um, Canadian Farmstead Bitcoin. He's in another country. Wait, he's in another country. How do I do that? Philippine nomads on the other side of the world. I tip him in my Telegram chat all the time with Bitcoin. You can send it anywhere. It's it's borderless. It's seamless. It's it's beautiful is what it is. It's beautiful. Um, so that's kind of the basics of how a block gets added. Everybody's transactions are going in and out. And you got to think of this on now on a scale of worldwide, of worldwide users all doing this at the same time. Interaction. Boop, 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 boop. And then the complexity of this math problem, you can kind of start to gather how um, how complex it is. Anyway, that gets added onto the registry. Um, if you if you are kind of messing around with Bitcoin and if you've watched, um, if you've received or sent Bitcoin and you see um, transaction initiated in a wallet or uh, transaction pending, um, basically what that says is <coughs> I have sent to you, um, I have sent to you X amount of Bitcoin and it's been entered into their log. It has not been verified yet. It's on the block. It's, it's, it's in line to be verified, but that block hasn't gone through the per process of that math problem being solved and everything being verified and everything lining up and being kosher to do the next block to continue on to verify that everything in that ledger from the beginning, from the beginning way back to the Genesis block, the first one that there was nothing, all the way back to January 9th of 2009. Now we're here on September 1st, 2023. Every 10 minutes has been logged. And if it wasn't right, it didn't validate everything before it. And in order for it to be right, it has to validate everything before it. So if you, I hope that that kind of brings the concept of how this layered, how it makes it so secure, how it can't be changed, how it can't be added to or subtracted to, how today, unless someone gets my private key, no one can change what I have. No one can change what I have on my software wallet, on my phone. No one can change what I have in my block block stream Jade 
hardware wallet. No one can change what I have in my paper wallet unless they have my private key. The government can't say, you can't have your Bitcoin unless you hold it and it's not yours. I mean, there's a lot of things going on right now with exchanges. Um, that's, that's for future stuff. If you have self-custody of your Bitcoin, and I can help you do that, um, it's way deep for this episode, especially this far in. Uh, but if you are if you are holding your Bitcoin and you are holding your keys, no one can take it from you. You can carry it across borders. You can carry it as long as you can secure your uh, recovery phrase for your wallet, your private, uh, your private keys, your public keys. As long as you can secure that somehow, whether in your head, in uh, in um, in a in a code written down in a book on a piece of paper in your sock anywhere you can go anywhere in the world and at the at when you get where you want to be you have access to that you no longer have to carry your gold across the border you no longer have to smuggle your dollars somewhere so it's a very very robust um robust system i mean it's been people have been trying to break it since 2009 figure out why it doesn't work figure out um, how it's going to crash and they haven't done it uh so we're 14 years in and you have some of the most brilliant coding minds in the world trying to figure this out hasn't been done i mean i think that's a pretty good vetting process at this point i think it's comfortable enough that it's not going anywhere at this point um gingerbread farms asked does it pay to run a node pay financially or pay security wise i mean that's um that's a decision that is is way deeper than this conversation for sure i think running a node or even the 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 concept of nodes is um it starts getting a little more complicated basically um so let's go back to that example um and why the the village example um like i said when i was talking about that that's just a very simple um physical representation of what happens and as i was talking about i said this is very this is way way bigger than all of this this is way uh bigger than that village with the ledger in the middle this is the ledger for all of the world all of the bitcoin in in the world um how do we know that somebody just doesn't go in and, and change the ledger? In my example, the ledger was was kept in the in the center of the town. In reality, the ledger would be would be kept on um, multiple points around the town on different what they would be called nodes um, that are processing this, these transactions that are running these transactions that they're adding them to the block that they're running, they're updating the block. Decentralized, decentralized, big, big, important word, um, probably moving forward in the show quite a bit. Decentralization is um, is one of my, um, one of the things that I, I, I dive into quite a bit um, and its effectiveness in, uh, in robust systems. Decentralized um, ledger storage on these nodes makes it so that one individual can't be a nefarious actor all of them have to match 
So you would literally have to change the 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 block across all the nodes in in the world um, to make that uh, to make that happen. Decentralized storage of information that has to match is a checks and balances to make sure there isn't one bad actor doing anything um, to throw it all sideways. Uh, James says, does it pay to run one of those? Um, yes and no. Uh, privacy security wise, probably if that is your concern, if that is a, a worry, if it keeps you up at night that somebody is uh, backdooring into your Bitcoin wallet and, and um, things of that nature, um, people are tracing, tracking or whatever concerns you have running your own node um, is a way to to mitigate that. It is not a beginner. It is not a beginner thing. Um, I've known more than a couple of people that are very, very well in, uh, into it that have um, that have, uh, went through the process of setting up a node and they they just kind of shook their head. Uh, it is totally doable. I'm not saying that it, it is inaccomplishable by any means, but uh, for the matter of this uh, beginner level. Bitcoin discussion. I don't think that that's the way uh, you're going to want to go. <laughs> but yes, it, 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 pay, pay is a tough word. Um, do you get a paycheck? Uh, <laughs> um, sure. Uh, anyway, let's move along. That is uh, kind of the basics of the digital currency. What Bitcoin is, how do we know we have it? Like it's so different than anything that we do. It's kind of a hybrid of the, the U.S. dollar digital system we have now, like a, a credit cards and um, uh, digital transactions, swiping cards, this and that. Uh, but if you go back to um, coins, physical money, uh, actually having to pay for things, exchange things, uh, it's a total opposite of that. When you had coins in your pocket, you could take them out, you could stack them on the table and you could look at them, you could feel them. When I wanted to exchange one, I, I physically handed it to you. The coin itself had physical value. Um, we've moved to a digital version of that where we don't possess it. We don't hold it. Uh, people get scared by that. What? Oh my God, what if it all goes... Man, all your cash is digital now. Your bank accounts are, uh, other than maybe what you're storing under your mattress or in your coffee can or in your wallet for pocket cash, it's all digital. Um, I would rather have my digital money and have control of it than my digital money being in the bank and uh, the bank or anybody else. Hey, not bad. We made it all the way like 45 minutes into the show without an internet blip today. That's uh, that's, that's uh, impressive. Uh, anyway, let's move on to some ways you can start stacking Bitcoin. Um, if it's really easier to understand the concept when you actually get to participate in it. Uh, and that is tough. It's tough because getting people to try it, getting people to spend their fiat money that they, they love so much. I mean, I understand why, um, you got to buy things with it to survive. Not everyone takes Bitcoin. And if you don't have any, you don't understand how it works. It can be scary taking your hard-earned fiat money and put it into Bitcoin. I understand that. It's a scam. It's going to go away. Oh, la, 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 la. So I 
I just kind of poked around. I thought in uh, in my world around what I understand and uh, found some ways that you can earn some Bitcoin without putting any fiat dollar into it. Without taking anything out of your bank account, without spending any extra of your, your USDs or if you're in another country, whatever, um, whatever currency you use. Uh, one way, one way I came up with four ways that you can, you can start earning Bitcoin for nothing. Uh, one way is you're doing right now, watching the show live. If you are watching it live, if you're listening to it after, uh, you should really come around on Friday morning, 6 PM or 6 AM central on, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter. Enter the, enter the hashtag Bitcoin, hashtag Bitcoin can get you on the way to be get to get some free bitcoin i give away every friday a very very small amount it basically probably works out to be about two dollars maybe a dollar fifty um ten ten thousand satoshis i skipped right over that hold on let's see we got we're at 49 minutes i got this bitcoin does not need to be spent whole. Let's uh, let's get this out of the way real quick in the first beginner episode. Bitcoin is not need to be spent whole. You can divide it infinitely down to currently a satoshi. A satoshi is uh, is think of it like a penny is to a dollar. Um, and man, if it is, it ever ends up being a penny to a dollar uh, or a dollar for a satoshi. <laughs> that means Bitcoin got to a million dollars the value of a bitcoin a value of a satoshi is one 100 millionth of a bitcoin that's how far we can break it down people get worried and say i can't buy a bitcoin it's twenty eight thousand dollars i can't buy a bitcoin it's it's twenty five thousand dollars you don't need to buy a bitcoin you could buy as little as one 100 millionth of a bitcoin and until Bitcoin's a, a million dollars, the Satoshi is going to be under a dollar to buy one of them. I'm giving away 10,000 of those every Friday. And if we don't give it away, it, it multiplies every week. It's not expensive to get into Bitcoin. It's not. It's not. Start stacking those. One way is the 10K giveaway on Fridays. Um, you can get free. Free Bitcoin. I will send it to you. I will teach you how to receive it. I will teach you to use it. Um, no problem. No problem. I appreciate you listening to the show. Hopefully you share it. Uh, if we don't get to that 10 entrance, let me see what we have right now, actually. Um, if we get to that 10 entrance, uh, we only got seven, so we might not even give it away today. Next week will be uh, next week would be 30,000. So share it with your friends so we can give this away every week. That is one free way to get Bitcoin. Another one was the fold card that I mentioned earlier. Basically, you sign up for a debit card and um, basically you sign yourself up for a debit card. Uh, you link your bank account, you deposit some funds, then you spend it. You use it just like your debit card, just like your bank card. But when you make a transaction, when you swipe that card, you get 1% back in Bitcoin automatically just into your wallet. Uh, it does have withdrawal limits. You have to earn a certain amount to be able to withdraw it. I mean, that just makes sense for business purposes. Uh, and then there is a bonus way to earn Bitcoin. Every time you swipe, you get 1% back. You spend $100, you get $1 in Bitcoin. 
uh, then you get a spin for every $10 you spend. For every $10, you get to spin a wheel and there's a random amount of more Bitcoin that gets added on. They also have incentives for buying gift cards using um, using the card. Uh, through their service, you buy Amazon gift card and you get and then use the gift card to make your Amazon purchases, you get 5% back in Bitcoin. Things of that nature. They have different levels. They have a free membership. They have a free card uh, where the reward levels are obviously less. There's less perks and this and that. They also have a spin, what's called spin plus. It's $100 a year. It ups the bonuses. It ups the rewards back. Um, do your math. Do your math. Look at the rules. Figure out if it's right for you. Uh, the free one. I mean, if I'm getting zero rewards for using my bank debit card and now you can give me a half a percent back in Bitcoin. Is it worth figuring out how to uh, how to make that work? I don't know. Is it? I made uh, at the current price, and that's another thing. I'll go down uh, another road another day about uh, Fold. I'm, I'm probably going to do some standalone videos on it, not on the show. But, um, man, I'm earning Bitcoin at $25,000 uh, fiat value. I still have that. For every one Satoshi I get, it's rewarded at the, at the level, the price level that it's at that day. If I put it all in a pile and the price goes up, my rewards have gone up. I have had a 20 plus, uh, or I think it was a two and two and a half percent. Even with Bitcoin being relatively flat over the last year, I have gained value on my rewards. Not only did I earn the rewards, the reward value went up after the fact. I'm just stacking it in a in a wallet, guys. This is stuff that I wouldn't have had if I just did what I was doing. If I just kept using my bank card, I wouldn't have this. So I'm I'm not spending it. I'm not counting it. I, well, I am counting. I'm keeping an eye on it, but it goes it goes into a separate account, and I don't know when I'll take it out. Maybe when I retire, I don't need it. Like I mean, I could use it, but it's not. It, it's just free. It's free money they're giving me free better money than usd <laughs> sign up for a fold card check it out you have any questions i'm always available i'm always available to help people get started with with uh with crypto with bitcoin um pip says you can't buy bitcoin from fold right now yeah they're going through some through some growing motions um getting some regulations and that's another thing that's kind of going sideways with these uh with like fold um, the government's really scared uh, of Bitcoin, I think. I think they realize what it is and what it can do. Uh, and it's it's um, it's the exact opposite of what they want out of their digital currency. They want complete control and Bitcoin offers complete freedom. So, yeah, they're, they're going to kind of play at it a little bit. Um, but, yes, you could buy Bitcoin through Fold. Uh, and now it's kind of on pause while they work out some kinks with that. Uh I can go into an episode, uh, probably the next, I have to look at the schedule, but the next, um, the next cryptocurrency episode might be getting, getting onboarded into Bitcoin. Uh, the places that I suggest you go to get set up the wallets I use, I think that's going to be the next episode of, uh, the crypto topic. Uh, another place you can get free Bitcoin is fountain. Uh, that used to be a, a very, lucrative option uh they realized the error of their ways that it wasn't a sustainable model they've had to dial back the rewards you get 
but there are several ways you can earn Bitcoin there. If you are a podcaster or a music creator, you can list your uh, you can list your audio there. When people listen to it, they can tip you value for value wise. Um, they can tip you with Bitcoin. You can earn Bitcoin that way. Uh, you can process other people's audio. You can take clips of this show, share them around, and get tipped on the clips uh, in the Fountain ecosystem. Uh, it's all stacking small, small, small pieces of Bitcoin. Um, that's another way. That was Fountain.fm. I talk about it every morning. Really anywhere in the podcast 2.0 value for value universe, that is an option. Um, value for value is driven in my mind by Bitcoin and Bitcoin Lightning. Um, so, uh, here we go. Uh, another place, another place you can get free Bitcoin. We got the uh, fold card, we got fountain, we have this giveaway show here. Uh, and I had one more Telegram, Telegram and Noster, uh, social media. Social media platforms with integrated Bitcoin, with integrated tipping and value for value, like Telegram is set up very easily with TipBot. Noster is based on Bitcoin, so we'll uh, we'll definitely dive into Noster at some point in the show. But those would be the four main places you can get Bitcoin for free. No money, no registration, no nothing. Start stacking it. They all have a function to hold it until you're comfortable figuring out how to transfer it to a wallet. We'll talk about that another time. We'll talk about that in the future. But uh, anyway, I hope that made sense. I got to go back and listen to it. See, um, see, it's very, it's a very complex issue to try to break down and, and explain um, blanket across the board. If you didn't understand it, if you want more personalized to be able to ask questions um, and, and feedback and follow uh, and have a conversation about it. I do offer beginner cryptocurrency consulting one-on-one. -on -one. Um, basically, you sign up for a three, uh, 30 minute uh, free session and we talk about where you're at, your goals with crypto, where you wanna get to. And I tell you if I can help you, first of all, and if I can, I tell you how long I think it's gonna take, how much it's gonna cost you from me to provide you that information. And, and I'm not saying I'm going to uh, reinvent the wheel. Everything I'm going to tell you, you can go and research. I did. I figured it out. I researched it all myself. But the time I put into it, the cost I'm going to charge you is, is you know, if you have more money than you have time or you have trouble learning uh, by reading or watching videos and you just need to have a conversation with somebody, a one-on-one, -on -one, I'm your guy. I learned it myself. I learned to figure it out myself. So I'm going to help you walk through it and figure it out. So you go to the lothproject.com under services, you drop down, you see Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, beginner, intermediate consulting. You put your email address in, you get a link back to schedule appointment. And we figure out if I can help you. I'm not taking anybody's money until I can figure out if I can actually help them. So yeah, if you're looking for more, if you're looking for more information, stay tuned to the show. Be sure to subscribe on the show. Um, and, uh, I got more crypto coming out. It's one of the seven topics that's coming up in the show and, uh, and we'll move on from there. Let's, uh, let's get this to this drawing, uh, real quick, and then we'll close up the show. I don't think we're going to have enough. Nope. Didn't have enough, but let's see who would have won. If, uh, if we had, we're going to have, uh, we're going to bump up next week. We're going to do a 30 K giveaway that, um, that, 
drawing just keeps going to keep getting bigger and bigger. If we had had 10, if we had had 10 entrants this morning, um, Blakesley Acres would have been 20K richer, but unfortunately, we didn't qualify for the drawing. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Uh, maybe recruit some friends to come and listen to the show live on Friday mornings. Uh, anyway, next week's going to be a big old fun packed, um, uh, another five episodes. I also got an interview on Monday night, getting all that laid out. Look out for that sharing Saturday email on Saturday. I think I'm going to give that a try for a little while. Get on the email list, grab that, send it to somebody you think that would like the show. Don't wait for the email though, guys. If you like the show, if you hear an episode that could help somebody out, uh, I'm trying to make them all standalone enough especially that last three quarters that they're shareable that um, you can send it to somebody that could use the information or that would like the show. I appreciate it. Um, the, the response to the show has been great. Uh, the response to the new format. Uh, I've gotten a lot of good feedback. I've gotten some, uh, some things that people didn't like and, and I, I talked to them and I explained to them why I did it. So you want to talk um you want to give some feedback i do appreciate it i do appreciate you sharing it with others uh and it's friday guys you gonna have a good weekend are you going to get some shit done are you going to uh be productive and make your life better uh i hope so i hope so i hope you have an awesome weekend and you circle back on monday morning and and join us then if you if uh if you enjoyed the show, would you please consider sharing it with others? You can find it at thelotsproject.com. Also on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, and Noster. Uh, be sure to listen to the show on one of your favorite value for value podcast players like Fountain.fm or Podverse. It's been a great week, guys. I've enjoyed this new format. I'm, I'm looking forward to next week. I hope you guys all knock it out of the park this weekend and uh, we'll catch up with you on Monday. I can feel the sun.